guys welcome to episode 38 this is jill ashley nate and steph and we really hope that you guys are enjoying our new theme song as much as we are last week was the debut of it we love it i'm very much enjoying it yeah so am i it's pretty awesome i'm I'm not gonna lie uh sometimes i just listen to it as a as it is (laughs) just an actual song just an actual song (laughs) it's on my ipod well, I'm also enjoying the fact that you and Nate are back on the show. Yes, me too. <laughs> me too. We had a long break. It seemed, seemed like forever. Very glad to be back, though. Me too. Yeah. I missed you, Swiftcast. Well, I think I said peace out, Swift Scouts, last week in place of Nate. Did you? Uh, uh, yeah. Well, good. I'm glad. Somebody <laughs> he, had to say it. He was very worried. I was. All week. So worried about that. <laughs> So we've got an exciting episode for you. We're just one week away from the Grammys. Can you guys believe it? Yes. I can't wait. It'll be really exciting. I have a feeling Taylor's going to be taking home a ton of Grammys. Yeah. Hopefully we can boost that up to uh, 11 Grammys. I hope she's clearing off space on her piano. (laughs) Yeah, she is. She's going to need to buy a second piano. (laughs) For all my Grammys. (laughs) So we're going to kick off with some news. So it's time for... Keeping Keeping up up with Swift. So Taylor's had a bit of a break in between all of the award shows over the past few weeks. She's been spending the majority of her time in L.A. And it seems like every single day we see her either going into or leaving the dance studio. Yeah, she's she's doing an awful lot of dancing lately. And we've noticed that she's always wearing ballet flats, which I think has led people to believe that she's doing specifically ballet classes in the studio, which is... Interesting, because it's not something that I necessarily associate with Taylor. But it is something that I can see her needing to take a lot of classes for. Yes, that's true. I don't even mean that in a bad way. Well, because usually when I think of ballet, it, I mean, the people that practice graceful. it a lot. Right. It's, it's a very, like, slow, fluid, graceful type dance. And Taylor has made some progress with her dancing, but she's definitely more of the awkward thrashing around at award shows type of dancing. <laughs> Who knows? Maybe she'll surprise us next tour. Maybe she'll uh, bust out some ballet moves. Yeah, it she could tried. be for that. I thought maybe it was for her Grammy performance, but we still don't know what that's going to be. Mm -hmm. So, I don't know. I think some people have just been speculating she's just doing it to work out, maybe? I mean, it's definitely a good workout, and there there might be different types of dance classes at the studio, so she might not be taking ballet specifically every single time. And we know she doesn't like going to the gym, so... This is kind of a fun way to work out. I can also see her just wanting to keep herself as, you know, as active as possible in between the break and the tour. Because even though she only has, I think, five shows left, she still has to be in really good shape for all of the choreography and, you know, everything. And those shows are pretty much back to back to back. So it's going to be, it's going to take a lot of energy from her. That's true. Well, it seems like also at the same time that she's taking these dance classes, she's spotted every single day wearing her Grammy necklace. Which, can I just say that we just tried to find online and you can't find it. There's not even a replica. There's nothing. You really literally have to be Taylor Swift to get a Grammy necklace. (laughs) My speculation is that it was a Christmas gift from Ed Sheeran. (laughs) Oh, yeah. It would be... A very uh, cute play on the, the Grammy situation that they had earlier. Oh, that's so funny. When he was like, uh, when him and Taylor were talking, 
And uh, Taylor goes, um, actually, I have Grammys, so. <laughs> I can totally see him doing that as a joke. Can you imagine him just going into a jewelry store and being like, yeah, so I need a custom necklace? <laughs> okay, <laughs> what do you want? Well, you know the Grammys. <laughs> <laughs> They'd be like, oh, can you show me one? No. <laughs> Sorry, Ed. One day. <laughs> one day. Hopefully this year. Yeah, yeah really. Hopefully. Mm-hmm. So... Obviously, Taylor's performing at the Grammys. I was really excited that the Grammys themselves announced it this week and made it official. Me too. And she has her four nominations, so we're really excited. Those are for Album of the Year for Red, Best Country Album for Red, Best Country Duo Slash Group Performance for Highway Don't Care with Tim McGraw and Keith Urban, and then Best Country Song for Songwriting for Begin Again. Four more to add to the collection. Yeah, I think she has a really good shot for most of these. I hope so. I hope she gets all four, but you just never know. I mean, she's she's nominated with some pretty big people for her album of the year, so. And we were also talking earlier about how we hope that all of Taylor's awards are shown during the actual live broadcast of the Grammys and not the pre-show. I hope so. I hope they're all on TV. So, in more awards news, we were crossing our fingers for the Oscar nominations, but unfortunately, Sweeter Than Fiction did not get nominated for Best Original Song. No, sad times. Yeah, it was disappointing. And I read an article saying that this one, I I forget what movie it was for, but somebody essentially just did a, a huge, like, voting campaign and somehow got people to vote for his song. I forget which one it was. Uh, but it was a song that, that nobody ever really even heard of. So people were upset about that. But I think it still was awesome that she was nominated for the Golden Globes. Yeah. Even if she didn't get the Oscar nom. And again, I really do think the fact that the movie One Chance has not come out in the U.S. yet has a lot to do with it not winning. Yeah, a lot of people, That's what I was thinking a lot of people don't know what it is yet. Yeah, and really, because it's based on... Britain's Got Talent. I don't know how many people are going to want to see it. It looks like a great movie. I just don't know whether it will whether people will go to see it here. I hope more than just, you know, a bunch of Swifties go. That'll be so funny if you walk into the movie theater and it's just like all Swifties. <laughs> that would be so fun though. Yeah. It's it like would. Red Tour all over again. Red Tour again. <laughs> I'm definitely to gonna go see movie. it as soon as I possibly can. I wanted to see it a lot earlier. It will be out February seventh. So it's a oh, good, that's coming up. Yeah, it's oh good. It would be a good like Valentine's Day date or just hanging out with your mm-hmm. friends kind of date. Or forcing your significant other who doesn't appreciate <laughs> yeah. Taylor for Valentine's Day. Well, I know that I'll be taking Jill to see that, so <laughs> So even though Taylor didn't win the Golden Globe, she still had a great time at the after party. There were a bunch of awesome photos of her at the in style party and she was with all sorts of people. Her friends Haley Steinfeld and Sarah Hyland were there. She was spotted with everyone from Bono to Jared Leto to Jennifer Lawrence, of course her friend, and even Sandra Bullock. So I'm sure that she still had an amazing night. She's never been one to really be a sore loser at all. I mean, from the pictures I saw, it looked like she had so much fun. She was dancing and smiling and laughing. I think she was just happy to go and be nominated. And that's what we like, just to see her be happy. There was a video of her dancing. I'm glad she just That's had a, funny a good video. Yeah, I'm glad she just had a good time. So as Taylor's been hanging around LA, it seems like she's been going grocery shopping a lot. Mm-hmm. Don't know how I feel about the pictures where the paparazzi actually followed her into the grocery store. Oh jeez, I know she was not yeah, it was happy. A little much. 
Oh, you could tell she was she was not having it. I didn't really realize at first that that was what had happened. I kind of at first thought maybe it was just fans or like some random people that just snapped her photo because you know you would probably do that if you saw a famous person in the store but there were so many pictures and they are so high quality that I have to assume that it was actual paparazzi the thing about that is a lot of other celebrities I like that live in LA I didn't realize this until now but a lot of pictures I see of them that the paparazzi have taken are also inside grocery stores so I mean, I don't think it was just a Taylor Swift thing. I think that's just the paparazzi in L.A. I mean, they will follow you wherever you go. They you don't care. You would think care. that, like, especially, you know, in certain locations where celebrities shop at the stores a lot, they would come up with some way to stop that. Yeah. Yeah, I thought it wasn't allowed. I thought there were regulations no. or laws against it. I've seen tons of just pictures of celebrities grocery shopping because the paparazzi follow them right in. I would be mad, too. I feel like they must have said something to Taylor because just the, I mean, she normally like smiles and stuff in, in her pictures and things, or she'll at least, you know, look at it without looking as angry as she did, I guess. So I wonder if uh, the LA paparazzi, since, you know, they're kind of, they're kind of nasty. I wonder if they said something to her. Well, I think I saw a video that one of the paparazzis was taking and they were, they weren't saying nasty things, but they were being pretty, they were being pretty rude and they were, they were making some like, you know, crude sounds at her and. Oh, so whistling yeah. at her. I'm glad she had her headphones. Maybe that blocks some of that out for her. I can't imagine that like they're very inconspicuous. Like they must really stand out when they come in there with like their huge cameras and stuff. And they go in in groups. So, I mean, it's you can't miss them. And I feel bad because, you know, when there's a huge group of people taking photos of you, it makes everyone else in the store turn and look at you, too. She was just trying to get some vegetables. She just wanted to make a salad. <laughs> Literally, she was just, you know, I mean, obviously she doesn't need to do her own grocery shopping. She could have someone do it or order the groceries or whatever. But she, obviously, that's something that she likes to do. And it just makes me so sad for her. I really dislike when people, you know, they say, like you said, that Taylor could order her groceries, but instead she goes out, so she's asking for it. But she's not. She, I mean, she just wants to feel like a normal person and go get her own groceries. She wants to pick out the right vegetables. It's very important. <laughs> she needs to see the produce herself. Sometimes when I think about all that, it surprises me that Taylor spends as much time in L.A. as she does. Yeah, she's she puts up with a lot. Because in Nashville, it's literally not an issue at all. No, and she's said that before. In Nashville, the only pictures you see of her are random pictures on people's cell phones if she's, like, in a coffee shop. And even those aren't very many. She she really puts up with a lot in L.A. Well, she's probably staying there for the time being because of all the award shows. And then she'll be going off to London in, like, about a week. So maybe after that, she'll be back in Nashville for a while. I think she probably just wants to be someplace where it's warm, too. Yeah, that's true. I mean, she came back from Australia, and I wouldn't want to go back to the cold. I wouldn't either. At least today, though, she was spotted with her mom, though, antique shopping, and that looked a little more fun. She looked a little more happy. Do you have any gift recommendations for Andrea? Um, hmm. <laughs> wonder, I wonder what they bought today. I wonder. There's no, there's no real holidays coming up unless she's going to get her a Valentine's Day gift. Maybe she'll craft something for her. She'll carve her a cat statue. <laughs> get her some, some antique candle stuff. Well, now I think it's time to move on to some mini-segments. We had a ton of submissions this week. We had a lot of lot of problems, a lot of Swifty problems. So our first submission comes from at Christy Chrismut. 
and she says store is not playing Taylor songs, Swifty problems. And I'm assuming she means when she's going into a store trying to buy something and they are being so rude and not playing Taylor Swift songs. So rude. Our next one comes from at loose 101. Hashtag, it feels like the perfect night to catch up on Swiftcast since there is like 10 shows I missed. Woo! I feel you. That's a lot. <laughs> yeah, Nate, you pretty much missed that money. <laughs> I know. I feel like I have. It's great to be I'm back. I'm really though. glad they're catching up, though, on us. That's awesome that you're spending your night listening to us. Yeah, thank you. Our next submission comes from at A underscore MCC13, who says, ordering weird size Taylor lithographs and having to get expensive custom-made frames as a Swifty problem. That, oh that's my God. so true. So true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the Red Tour lithograph that they gave away in the 13 days of Taylor, I, I still have not found a frame for it. I thought that one was a standard size, though. I forget what no. size it is. I thought no, it was I think like it's humongous. I think it's, it's not. like isn't it twelve by thirty six? No, it's like it's a really I forget what it is, but it's a really weird measurement. And I went into the store, and the lady was like, "I've I've never even heard that measurement." And I was like, "Oh no, I have mine, but it's still in the tube. I haven't even like really taken it out yet because I don't know where exactly I want to put it. I really want to hang mine up, but I." I can't yet. It looks really nice, too. It's very high quality. Yeah, if if you figure out a custom-made frame place, tweet me so that I can do it, too. Our next one is from at Innocent Swifty, and they say, I really want to wear the outfit I have for the Red Tour, but I want to save it so it's brand new for the show. Swifty problem. So true. I think they were talking about the Red Tour in London. Probably. So yours is coming up. I feel like I could never have worn any of mine out in public, though. Well, even like my red Keds, because I got them about maybe two or three months before the tour in the U.S. started, and I wanted to wear them so bad, but I made myself wait to save them for the first show. Yeah, that would be hard. I I did the same thing, and then I got blisters from them. I thought, oh, I should have worn these beforehand. That is a good point. But they were they looked so clean. So our next one comes from at Swiftly1, and they said, I have almost $100 saved for the next tour. And originally, this was sent in as a Swifty problem, but I changed it to a Swifty solution because I did not see the problem there. (laughs) (laughs) I think they mean that they have $100, but they have a long way to go with more saving. That's pretty good. $100 is pretty good so far. Yeah, that's that's pretty good. That's probably one ticket. That's more than what I have saved up. (laughs) And there's probably, probably people will be buying them in maybe November if things go the way they usually do. So there's still several months left to save. Yeah. Isn't that crazy to think that we'll be buying tour tickets this year? I can't even talk I, about it. I get too excited. Yeah, let's, let's not get into this. <laughs> <laughs> let's not get into this. Our next one comes from at MyGirlTSwizzle. I love that handle, by the way. That, that handle is awesome. Trying to figure out if Taylor had a photo shoot or just went to the gym. Swifty problems. Yeah, we were just talking about that. It's definitely not what I look like when I go to the gym. Or even when, she, you know, even when she's just going out to the store, like, how does she look like that? Yeah, that picture from today. She just, like, stepped out of the car. It was just, like, Flawless. windblown hair, just, like. <laughs> <laughs> it was like you could hear angels singing. Especially wearing a skirt and getting out of a car. I don't know how she does it. For me, it's, like, a huge challenge. And she's. I wonder if she has, like, some kind of advisor that just teaches her how to be perfect. It would explain a lot. 
Our next one is a Swifty problem, and this comes from at Rebecca underscore D-O-R-A-Z-I-O. Her Swifty problem is note to self, listening to all too well when driving is not a good idea. (laughs) I don't know. I listen to it a lot when I'm driving, and I usually just scream out the lyrics. I'm always at a red light when the 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 big parts happen and i can tell that everybody's staring at me it's like why did i have to stop at this part sometimes if that happens to me i'll pause it and wait till i start driving again and then play it (laughs) our next one is from at emily underscore taylor with four r's at the end and her swifty bucket list is to meet taylor mine too me too mine too one day guys (laughs) One day. Our next one comes from at Nisi Walls and it says, I bought this really bright red lipstick for the red tour in London, but I'm really not sure I have the guts to wear it. Swifty problems. Girl, you wear that Girl. lipstick. I think actually right after I retweeted that tweet on our account, somebody replied and was like, you better wear that lipstick. You better. Yeah. <laughs> Girlfriend, wear it. Red tour is the, is the place to wear that. Be, Seriously. Be fearless. Do it. Our next one comes from at Big Swifty Fan. Trying not to cry because Meredith hangs out with Taylor every day. Swifty problems. Oh, that was my favorite one this week. <laughs> That's a good one. And Taylor tweeted the other day mm. that she yeah. is really struggling not to buy another cat. Yeah, maybe a new cat soon. Every, every day of my life, <laughs> I struggle not to buy more cats. <laughs> not even to buy them, to go out and adopt more cats. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so thanks for sending in all those submissions, guys. And now we'll send it over to Jamie with Taylor Swift's Closet. Hello, everyone. This is Jamie from Taylor Swift's Closet here to give you this week's fashion update here on SwiftCast. And this week, Taylor's worn tons of really chic outfits, my favorite being the Peter Pan collared reformation dress that was edged out with some lace that she wore on Monday. And you can buy it from the Reformation website for $218. And she wore this dress with some flats, a Dolson Gabbana handbag, and her signature Ray-Ban original sunglasses. And it was just a really polished look with little details that made it all come together. And then on Tuesday, Taylor wore a ripped-up Wild Fox star print sweater. That I immediately recognized because so many celebrities have been spotted wearing this sweater, including Selena Gomez, Lily Collins, Miley, Ellie Goulding, the list continues. But I guess Taylor decided to join the Star Sweater Club a little late since all those ladies owned and wore that sweater years ago, so it was somewhat of a fresh look to see on Taylor. And the Wild Fox jumpers did not stop there when she was spotted wearing the Wild Fox Great Gatsby jumper. Now, I knew Taylor was overdue for a cat outfit, and here it was. If you haven't seen the jumper, it's a long-sleeved white jumper with a graphic picture of two cats dressed up like a great like Gatsby and Daisy from the movie The Great Gatsby. It's $108 and freaking adorable. And those are just some of the outfit highlights from Taylor this week. Be sure to stay in touch with our Twitter, at Swift's Closet, to take part in guessing what Taylor's going to wear to the Grammys, as well as more updates. And as, said, as some of you may have be patiently anticipating, the Grammys are less than one week away. 
the last couple of award shows, my followers that have actually been correctly guessing the gown Taylor was going to wear a few days before the event. So be sure to get your voice in on Facebook or Twitter, and we'll be having some guessing games going on. Last year, Taylor wore the white J. Mendel gown with the silver tea strap in the center, and while I didn't dislike it, it definitely wasn't one of my favorite choices, and I'm hoping for something a little bolder and colorful this time around. She's also performing, so that opens up a whole new realm of fashion that I need to prepare myself for. For the links to buy Taylor's clothing, you can go to my website. Our normal URL is causing some issues at the moment, but you can see all our content at taylorswiftscloset.tumblr.com, and I will see you next week. Alright, thanks Jamie. So now we'll get into our main discussion, and this week we're going to talk about Grammy's past. So we're going to talk about our favorite past Grammy performance, dress that Taylor's worn, speeches, our predictions from this year, pretty much just all Grammys. So does anyone want to go first with your favorite past performance? Mean. Hands down. Yeah. Yeah, I think yeah. just the line of someday I'll be singing this at the Grammys yeah. made it absolutely that was pretty perfect. Awesome. And that was overwhelmingly what everybody that tweeted us all agreed on was their favorite. Honestly, I, I'm i going to be one of the people that doesn't say mean. I'm going to say my favorite was We Are Never Ever. I know that really was not one that was liked by a lot of people but I loved it I love like her really over-the-top big performances and I loved that she used the whole stage she had so much going on I loved her sassiness during it I just of course I love her mean one and there's a special place for that but I just I think that we are never is my favorite and she got to open the show that was definitely my favorite. That was the debut of that performance, wasn't it? Of like yeah. the circus yeah. style performance, wasn't it? That's yeah. what I was gonna theme. say. My only complaint about that performance is that it spoiled it for the red tour. But it was a it was a little different though. It wasn't completely the same. I mean her her outfit was different. I remember like a like a fortune wheel or something like yeah. that. Like yeah. A... As soon as I saw it, I was like, I know this is gonna be the red tour performance because there's no way they would come up with this whole elaborate choreography. Well, at the same time, they were coming up with a totally different one for tour. I mean, it was it was similar, but there were differences in it. And I just remember it was like, it was so good. And I just, I was watching it and I just loved it. And even afterwards, I remember my mom being like, wow, that was really good. I, th- I thought she killed it. I loved it. And your mom doesn't like Taylor. So oh, that's saying she, something. No, she likes Taylor. She doesn't like my obsession with Taylor. Fair enough. <laughs> that was my favorite. Well, for me, it's definitely mean, hands down. Uh, but we already, I guess we already kind of covered that one. The only thing I will say is that for mean, not only the the line that Ashley mentioned, someday I'll be singing this at the Grammys, but the the set, her outfit, the band's outfits, just everything was completely perfect for that performance. It's such a good message. I'm glad that, like, everyone got to see it. Yeah, it's definitely, it's one of my favorites, Dealing, and it's become such a great anthem for so many people. I was looking back at some of her older performances. I think it was maybe in 08 when she performed at the nominations concert. And she she did a mashup of this song from Brenda Lee called Sorry. And then she mashed it up with White Horse. And it was really cool. If you guys haven't seen that, you should check it out. But And it was a, just a Grammy nomination concert. And I also thought that I Knew You Were Trouble at the Grammy nomination concert was awesome. You guys like that one too. Of course, that was 
tour so we all love it because we love tour true <laughs> yeah I, I think six of you picked me and so that was definitely the winner i also really loved last year when she hosted the nominations concert yeah i i almost forgot about that i almost went to that and i was so upset that i couldn't oh yeah she beatboxed during that that was awesome mm-hmm. that was really cool hello <laughs> cool jay's hosting again right yeah, he is. Yeah. yeah, that's what I thought. Maybe he'll bring Taylor out for a little more beatboxing. Maybe that's her performance, just beatboxing with LL oh, Cool go. J. Do it, Taylor. Yeah, it'd be awesome. It's so funny how, like, she basically couldn't be a host on the actual show because she would just be coming up every, like, five minutes for her awards. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so true. I think she's honestly too big of a star to host it. I was kind of surprised that she hosted the nominations, actually. I think maybe in a few years when she gets a lot older, I could see, I can definitely see her, like, hosting the Grammys. Yeah, I think she'd do a great job as a host. Um, none of our listeners mentioned the, the Stevie Nicks collaboration in 2010, but I thought people overreacted. I did not think it was that bad of a performance at all. Um, Neither did I. When I, I remember watching it that night, and I the only thing I thought was... I don't really like the way she did You Belong With Me here, but I had no thoughts otherwise about pitch or anything like that. Um, and then the next day when I saw all this, the news, like all this stuff coming out about just how awful it was, I was like, really? I don't know. I don't know what these people are listening to. Yeah, that was pretty disappointing to see people. I, I mean, like, even if you watch on YouTube, it's it sounds it sounds okay to me, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think it was her best performance ever, but I just didn't think all of the negative reactions were necessary. Although I'm glad we got mean out of I was gonna say, can you imagine if that backlash hadn't happened and we never got the song mean? That's so that is so true. I didn't even think about that. He would have never wrote any of that stuff. When I think about like any experience that Taylor has been through, it's like I never wanna say I'm glad that, you know, this heartbreak or disappointment or whatever happened to her, but I'm really glad we got the song out of it. Yeah. I mean, every everything that's happened to her is like led to the events right now. So, I mean, I'm glad. I feel bad for her, but I think she feels the same way. I think she's probably like, I you know, I'm glad I'm experienced that. If she gets a song out of it, I think it's all worth it to her. I think that's what she said before, too, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. I think recently we also asked you what your favorite past outfit is that Taylor has worn to the Grammys. And first, we're just going to talk about our preferences. And then we'll tell you what you said. This is a tough one. Nate, let's start with you. Start with me. <laughs> and okay. describe well, it in great detail. Yes, please. In, in great detail. There was this one dress she wore. It was like it was like blue and sparkly <laughs> and like went down to went down to the red carpet and had like the shoulders that come off your shoulders, do you know what I mean? <laughs> I'm being serious. I mean you guys think I'm joking here. No, I'm actually I'm looking at the picture. That's a pretty good description. Yeah. I like that one a lot. That that one's also my favorite too. It was very elegant. The shoulder cut. Yeah, that's my favorite yeah. too. Yeah, the shoulder cut. Mm-hmm. That re- that might be one of my most favorite dresses that she's ever worn. And she had her hair to the side and I thought it just looked great. So that was 2011. Yep. So I'm looking at the picture we have of all these side-by-side ones. So is this purple one 2009? I believe so, yeah. I don't like that one. No, I don't think I don't think any of us like that. I don't think any of you guys like that one either. 
Yeah, I, I think that was her first Grammys, though, so to be fair. It was her first one, and I remember the day after, she was put on, like, U.S. Weekly's worst dress list, and everybody, people were blasting U.S. Weekly for, for putting her on there. Yeah. So they took her off. It, it's not my favorite, but I didn't think it was... I think it was that period when she was young, and she kind of, like, really didn't have a solid style, and she really wasn't sure of things and she she made a lot of questionable dress choices yeah it seems like this is almost the evening gown version of like the crazy sundresses that she used to wear yeah but i mean she's improved a lot (laughs) also then the following year which i guess this is 2010 she's in this long black gown which i think makes her look way older and like not I didn't particularly like that one yeah I think it just makes her look a lot more serious and like not as young and fun as she is I think it took her until 2011 to you know really nail it yeah that blue one as Nate so perfectly described was a good one it was was very accurate (laughs) it was I gotta give myself a pat on the back here and then the past two years I've really really loved what she's worn her gold dress that was stunning in 2012 yeah, I love yeah, that I, one too. I love that, and I love her hairstyle with it, just everything. That that was beautiful. That had a cool pattern on it, I remember. Yeah, it's sort of, not exactly floral, kind of, but <laughs> it's just, it's pretty. I love the cutout neckline. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that too. was, I loved, that was my favorite part of the dress. It just looks so good on her. And then 2013, she killed it again last year with her white dress she wore. It had like some silver on it. Yeah, it's sort of like a gladiator look. That was really pretty. And her hair was, like, pretty simple for that, too. Do you think there's any chance she'll wear red? I don't know. I don't know. She did just wear red, though, to be fair. Yeah, but she wore red before that, too, and it didn't seem to bother her to wear it again. Well, the the Golden Globes was not completely red. It was black and red, so. Yeah, it had black on it, And to be fair, it wasn't, like, red red. It was kind of... More pink. Pinky red, yeah. Oh. I I don't know. I I think maybe she'll wear gold this year. I, I would love if she wore red just because that's what she's nominated for. But honestly, I think that that big red ball gown, she should have saved for the Grammys. The one she wore to the CMAs or the Golden Globes? Yeah, no, the one she wore to the CMAs. She should have saved that for the Grammys. I mean, that dress was like knockout. Yeah, I, I thought that, that was the perfect CMA dress, though. So I'm glad she wore yeah. it when she did. It was so good. I can't wait. Taylor's to the point where I don't even I can't even predict anymore what she's going to wear. I just really wonder what designer she's going to go with this time, because I'm sure that everybody wants to work with her. Every dress she wears, that designer's name gets said for at least, like, weeks afterwards. Maybe she'll just wear a dress with, like, a thousand Grammy charms, like her Grammy necklace, (laughs) just all hanging off Oh, I really hope she wears her Grammy necklace to the Grammys. I think she will. I hope so. I hope she does, because if she does, then when they're doing the style interviews before the show, maybe we'll get the story on, like, how and when she got it. Yeah. She seems to be kind of superstitious about things, and I think she's wearing this for good luck. So I do, too. I bet she'll wear it. I think so. I think that's why she's wearing it. Maybe she melted one of her Grammys to make it. When we asked all of you about your favorite past outfit... It was a tie for first place between the blue dress from 2011 and the white one from last year. Nobody really seemed to like the purple one that we talked about, uh, but others really liked the gold dress and the 2010 black dress. A lot more people like the black dress than I thought they would. Well, it's interesting because it's something, like, I can't 
think of really any other time that I've seen Taylor in a black dress. Can you? That's no, that's very true. Yeah. I think she wore it maybe once more when she was younger, but I can't really remember any other times. That was actually the reason why I really liked the treacherous outfit on the red tour because you never see her in just like such a simple like black and white dress. Yeah, that's true. So thanks for sending in all your submissions, guys. You really seem to like talking about the Grammys. And I think we're all super excited. Do you guys have any... I have no predictions because I don't know what she's going to do. She's going to surprise us. I'm ready yeah. to be surprised. And I mean, no, we're going to enjoy whatever she does. I think, though, we've been doing pretty good with guessing her dresses. So I hope she keeps this one a secret until the red carpet. The last two ones, everyone has guessed, so... We're definitely going to be live tweeting throughout the whole Grammys. So if you're at home watching, tweet with us and we'll have a big party. Ashley and I are actually going to be watching the Grammys together. Yay! So you're going to get double excitement from us. <laughs> <laughs> and possibly lots of obnoxious pictures. Probably. Especially when Taylor wins. We have a couple of fan projects to talk about this week. So um, our first one comes from I'm a Proud Swifty on TC, and it's their Swifty MP3 voicemail project. And what they're doing is they're organizing this MP3 project for Taylor by uh, compiling like a bunch of sound clips, like no longer than three minutes, of a bunch of fans of something that, that they would like Taylor to hear, whether like they're singing or playing an instrument or like just telling Taylor how much they love her. So uh, I'm a proud Swifty will edit everything and she's going to put it onto an MP3 player and then give it to Taylor when she's in London. So um, if you want to submit for this, you can record your voice on pretty much any device and either email her the audio or you can upload it to YouTube so she can download it. If you have any questions or anything, you can contact her on Taylor Connect or at Taylor's MP3 project at gmail.com. And the way you spell her username is I am a proud Swifty with a Y. I think when you do submit your um, your audio submissions, I think you're, she wants you to send it to that Gmail as well. So if you have questions or submissions, I guess you can send it there. That's a really cool project. Very unique. Yeah, I hope Taylor is. gets it. I've never heard of that. That is cool. Can you imagine Taylor just like, you know, popping that in her computer and listening to it? That'd be awesome. That'd be crazy, yeah. I think she would. that's something she would really love and appreciate. It's really hard to come up with unique fan projects at this point. That's a good one. Yeah. Kudos to you. So we have one more project, which is for the Red Tour in London. This project is called the London O2 Project, and there are two Taylor Connect members who are organizing it. The first one is Swift L, so Swift and then E-L-L-E. And then the other one is We Will Be Remembered underscore 13, spelled exactly how it sounds there. So they basically have made about 5,000 signs, which all say, Taylor, you made us proud. And they plan to hand out a thousand of them at each of the London shows. And then fans are going to hold them up during the first acoustic song while Taylor is on the B stage. So that's pretty cool. And they have a Twitter page. It's at London O2 Project. And the Facebook page is also called London O2 Project. So you should definitely participate if you're going to those shows. And it'll be really cool. Hopefully she'll see all the signs. I think... and. To just give you a encouragement on that, she I think it was we were actually at one of the shows in Nashville where um somebody was handing out signs and you could see when they held them up at one point in the show that Taylor was actually reading the signs. So, you know, she does see them. That's really cool. She frequently says that she just stops and stares and just reads the signs. Yeah. 
So. Yeah, especially if you're all holding up the same one, she's really likely to read it. So that's really cool. And just if you guys know of any other fan projects or you have your own fan project and you'd like us to talk about it, you can um, visit our website at theswiftcast.com. Um, you can email us or you can go to that website, our website, and you can look at the fan projects we have listed on there. So check them out. Uh, so speaking of the upcoming Red shows, we want to give you a quick update of shows that are going to be coming up in the next couple of weeks. Taylor is on break right now. She'll be going to the Grammys next week. And then after that, she will be in London on February 1st, 2nd, and 4th. She'll then head to Berlin on February 7th. And then she'll be back in London on February 10th and 11th. And the Vamps are going to be opening up in London. Aside from those dates, we haven't heard of any other dates coming up, which is still surprising to me. I really thought yeah. she would... I'm thinking that February 11th is going to be the last one. I think that once those shows end, if that is the last Red Show forever, Taylor will tweet about it. I think so. It almost seems kind of late at this point to add any more. It does, but I really thought she would have hit a couple other places. Me too. Yeah, really. She. I mean, it was kind of a small world tour. I'm very surprised that there haven't been any dates for Asia. Yeah, yeah. that's my biggest surprise. Yeah, really. Japan especially. She loves going to Japan. Yeah, that there's a possibility she may add it, but it just it seems so late at this point. I mean, it's almost February. And tickets would have to go on sale at least two or three months before the show. Exa- exactly, right. yeah, which is, I mean, they would have had to gone on sale in January. I think she has her sights set on the next album. Yeah. When I had the backstage tour with Andrea, she specifically said that the tour was going to Europe and Asia in the spring, but... It's possible that they could have planned on it and then something happened. I don't know. I mean, it's sad to talk about, but it almost does feel like she's just, she just wants to move on. She's ready at this point to move on from Red. I think that in general, Taylor is the kind of person that once she gets like the next idea, the next project in her head, there's no mm-hmm. stopping her. Yeah. Hmm. she. Yeah. It's, it's like she's in a different mindset at this point. It's possible she could add a sh- like one or two shows for April or something, but it just, I don't know. I don't know what she's doing. Yeah, I don't to know. To be fair, if she is that determined for the next album to uh, like cut part of like the world tour short, imagine how incredible the next album must be. Yeah. Oh, God. Like, I can't, oh, I can't so think excited. about that. <laughs> I can't think about Literally that. can't. It's also, I mean, she, there were rumors about her releasing it early. So, I mean, who knows? It could be released in the summertime i still think it's gonna be a fall release no matter what i do i i hope it is i mean i like the schedule she has wait so going back to london does anybody think there's a possible chance that if ed sheeran is in london when she's having one of her shows that he might be a special guest Definitely. that would be awesome i think i because so. i think so i think that if he is in london when she has one of those five shows that it would be very possible that she would bring him out as a special guest especially if it is in fact going to be the last red tour dates that she might want to have you know one more performance with him on that note i like for the past few months was definitely expecting lord to show up as a guest yeah yeah, yeah in too. new zealand or australia yeah that was surprising. They were in Australia together, so that was really surprising. Or when I was thinking about London, I was also thinking, what if Iconopop showed up? Oh, yeah, my God. I was thinking of that, too. That would be, be awesome. so good. I just, I mean, she has five shows. They're going to be so epic. I would be really, really shocked if there weren't at least one or two guests. 
Oh, I think she'll have some. I think especially if the 11th is going to be the last one, I think it's got to be something good. Who is she, like, what could be epic enough to, like, really end the tour? Like, she would have to have Madonna or somebody. <laughs> Madonna? <laughs> Beyonce? Can you imagine if just, like, Beyonce walked out on stage with Taylor Swift? <laughs> I think, in the words of Scott Borchetta, that would be another time when the building would explode. Beyonce and Taylor's voice would just crash the whole thing. I mean, I think it's going to be really good. I can't believe how soon those are, though. It's literally the week after the Grammys. It is. Yeah. I I feel like this month has gone by so fast already. This year is already kind of... It's because we're having so much fun, guys. I haven't felt like Taylor has been on like a break or like in a slow period at all. I felt like there's been so much Taylor news and so much to talk about going on. I think, though, in the past two weeks, she has laid pretty low. I just mean in general from the time that the U.S. leg ended until now. Oh, right, I, ha- yeah. I haven't felt like... Like, after Speak That's Now true. tour ended, I really felt like Taylor just completely was almost off the map. She also had a lot going on, though. Yeah, but I'm glad that that she still continues to do stuff. And I think when she's in a relationship, too, you know, she focuses really hard on that. And she's got more time to focus on herself lately. Yeah, that's true. So moving on from that, um, talking about our giveaways, we actually gave away our awesome red zip-up hoodie that we got from the 13 Days of Taylor and Taylor Nation, which, thank you again, that was really awesome. And we announced that at Falling Swifty, or Falling Swiftly, sorry, uh, was the winner last week and she contacted us so although this giveaway is over you should stay tuned because we have a lot of exciting future giveaways we have a lot of surprises coming for you guys and you should stay tuned because if you stick with us you're gonna have the chance to win some pretty cool things emphasis on a lot of surprises a lot <laughs> <laughs> so uh just a reminder to you guys um don't forget to hit the subscribe button on iTunes and what that'll do is it's going to download the latest episode for you automatically so one that you don't have to and uh, two you can enjoy Swiftcast every single week so as you should don't forget to do that so next week Taylor will and it's a little too obvious to say win all of her Grammys but I really hope she does I have a good one I think that next week Taylor will adopt a bunch of cats and then she'll have them on leashes and she'll arrive at the Grammy red carpet with all her cats on leashes. Maybe she'll get one cat for each Grammy she's won. <laughs> or, or she'll just show up on the red carpet with Meredith on a leash. Mm. I like both of those. Oh my god, can you imagine? <laughs> <laughs> those are good ideas. I mean, Lady Gaga showed up with a ho- on a horse, so why can't Taylor show up with Meredith? Yeah, aside from her winning all of her Grammys, I'm going to say I think she's going to perform Highway Don't Care with tim and keith at the grammys and then she's also going to perform something else which would be amazing to have taylor perform twice two special surprises we'll see i hope so oh wouldn't it be awesome if she and ed not only both won but performed oh that would be awesome whoa secret secretly ed has been taking ballet classes too (laughs) (laughs) we just never at the studio in england he sneaks out they're gonna do a ballet duet I really hope, though, that just on an off note that Ed does with his Grammy, he deserves it. Yeah, me too. With, he definitely does. Can you just imagine? I mean, I honestly, I picture Taylor's face when he wins his Grammy, and I think she would be more excited for him than she would be for herself. <laughs> I, I, I definitely think so do. I, I think imagine it would just, I just really think it would be adorable to see her reaction if he wins, when he does win. 
If they both win Grammys, then they can take another picture to caption at Swearin, where instead of holding coffee mugs, they're holding their they Grammys. The Grammys. Mm. Oh, I think that, it, that I think that if they won, they would just like do funny things with their Grammys. Like Ed would just like dress it up in weird like outfits or like take it to weird places and take pictures of it or something. I feel like if Ed won a Grammy, he would just do tons of weird stuff with it, and it'd be really funny. Imagine the bragging rights he would have with Taylor then. Oh yeah, seriously. He needs that Grammy. <laughs> <laughs> We're all pulling for you, Ed. So yeah, and speaking of that, uh, next week's episode will be all about the Grammys. We're going to talk about it and recap it and be really excited about everything that happened and share our thoughts. You know, fangirl a little bit. Fangirl, fanboy, all fanboy. that. <laughs> you know. It's going to be a really fun episode next week, so tune in for that. And um, thanks for listening this week. I think this was a great episode. Um, I'm really glad to be back. Yay. Uh, I missed you guys. And thanks for listening to episode 38. And this has been Jill. Ashley. Nate. And Steph. Bye, guys. See you next week. Bye. Peace out, Swift Scouts. Thank you for listening to this episode of SwiftCast. Visit us on the web at theswiftcast.com. The theme song for SwiftCast was written and performed by Sydney Anschuck. Check out our affiliate, taylorswiftcloset.com, your number one source for Taylor Swift fashion. SwiftCast is not directly affiliated with Taylor Swift, Big Machine Label Group, or 13 Management.